All right, friends, buckle up. I voted for Trump, but I'm glad he lost for one reason. Let's dive in. might be like, what do you mean? What's going on? Uh, I'm pretty conservative, and I'm sure a lot of the people who listen to this podcast are more on the conservative side as well. So let me talk about exceptions. Let me give a caveat to what I mean. Uh, there, Trump had a great economy in 2017, 2018, uh, you know, before the pandemic, all that. Uh, Trump's foreign policy, to me, was pretty good. Uh, I didn't always like the way he talked, but when it came to his policy and the results of those policies, uh, I thought he did a good job overall. And so when I say, oh, I'm glad he lost, I don't mean really politically. Um, I, religious freedom he was great with. Uh, he was very pro-life. And so, uh, yeah, there, there were some things that as a conservative, as a Christian, things that I really enjoyed, uh, minus uh, the way he would talk and maybe his tweets and some, some of those things. But when I say I'm glad he lost, I don't mean for those kind of reasons. I'm going to focus on the church. I'm going to focus on Christians in America. Uh I have to say that I was a little guilty of idolatry during the Trump presidency. Uh, I elevated America over the kingdom of God oftentimes. And I viewed Trump like the Messiah, like a hero. And, and I was like, oh, you know, in Trump we trust. And Trump is going to, you know, save everything. And if we don't vote for Trump, then all these terrible things are going to happen. And la la la. And it got to the point in the church where I would see certain images of Jesus hugging Trump and Jesus guiding Trump's hands and Trump riding on a horse with the light behind him. And there were a lot of these messianic king-like images. And I realized something, that some people had, and I was guilty of this at times, some people had put their trust in the system that if we just got the right guy in, everything was going to be okay. Some people put their trust in laws. Oh, we got to enact these laws. We got to do this. And if we just do all these things, if we vote right, if we get Trump, if we do this, if we do that, then man, America will be saved. And I have to say, God exposed idolatry in my heart, and maybe he exposed idolatry in your heart as well, that it doesn't matter who's on some earthly throne. Jesus is on the ultimate throne, and he's the one that we're supposed to trust in. So I'm going to read Psalm 20, verse 7, and maybe this will resonate with you. Some trust in chariots, and some in horses. But we trust in the name of the Lord our God. And I have to say, that was me in that first half of the verse. Some trust in chariots, some trust in Trump, some trust in horses, a big military, a strong border, uh, uh, conservative this, uh, pro-life that, and the Roe v. Wade. And maybe if we just get enough Supreme Court justices in there, we can overturn Roe v. Wade. All of those things. 
and it came to it came to the point where uh, we were not trusting in the name of the Lord our God. I think a lot of people put their hope in an earthly system. Well, friends, our earthly systems, even the best ones, even the ones made with the best intentions, they're gonna fail you. And uh, I think I think we saw that that when Trump was not elected in 2020, and there are a lot of thoughts on that that I'm not going to get into. But when he was no longer president, there was this despondency, like, oh no, all is lost, all is terrible, this country's gone. And I have to say that as Christians, even if that happens, imagine the worst case scenario happening. Even if that happens. Day to day, our life isn't supposed to change in principle. We're supposed to love others. We're supposed to love God and serve and evangelize and work hard, regardless of what happens. And so uh, I agree with Christians who are involved in politics. I think we should be. Some, some people, I had this uh, English teacher when I was in high school, and he was a Christian. And he said that, oh, if you vote... Uh, you're not putting your trust in God. And so I never vote because I trust God to pick the people that he wants to pick. And I was like, well, that reasoning is pretty terrible. God wants us to go for uh, push for justice, uh, freedom. Uh, remember, uh, we talked about this a couple lessons ago, uh, a couple episodes ago. You know, Romans 13 and in 1 Timothy, uh, I believe, uh, the government is supposed to uh, punish evil reward good and help their citizens to live peaceful lives. And uh, so I think that as Christians, that's what we're supposed to push for. So when Jesus approved of taxes, when he said, you know, give to Caesar uh, that which is Caesar's, give to God that which is God's, um, he was approving of the whole political process. He knew that the Romans were involved with wars. He knew that the Romans were involved with various programs and they had all this overhead and all those things. Jesus approved of taxes. God wants us to punish evil and reward good. And so I think Christians should be involved in politics. I don't think that, you know, oh, if you really want someone to be president, you don't trust Jesus. I, I don't think, oh, if, if you're active politically, you don't trust Jesus. I don't think that at all. I think that's part of our duty to be the best uh, people we can be, is to try to do good unto others and to love people. And one way of doing that is making sure that the people in charge are good, loving, righteous, just people. Um, you know, as flawed as humans can be. But anyways, Christians, I think, should be involved in politics. So I'm not taking away from that. I'm not taking away from that at all. However, I think with Trump, when it came to uh, conservative Christians, uh, he started to get a little bit of a, a hero worship. We started to put our trust in him. And I, that's idolatry. I got to call it out. And I call it out first in myself. And so uh, I'm, I voted for Trump. I think he uh, would have been so much better than Biden. And we look at Biden's presidency right now and the whole Afghanistan situation, a complete disaster. But, but anyways, however, I think Trump losing was good for that one spiritual reason focused on Christians in America that we can seek first the kingdom of God.
Now, by seek first, that doesn't mean, oh, there are no other kingdoms that you fight for. You know, I love this country, and I think we want to be the best citizens we can. You know, Jesus said to give to Caesar that which is Caesar's. Give to your country that which it is owed. However, seek first the kingdom of God. And as long as you have that order, you know, I'm okay with uh, Christians being involved in politics. But anyways, maybe that was controversial. Maybe if you're a conservative Christian, you're like, oh my gosh, you're a terrible person. I don't know. Those are my thoughts. And uh, uh, like I've said before, we're involved in social media. We got some uh, things going on there. So let me know on, uh, you know, comment, send me an email. It doesn't matter. Private message me, whatever. And uh, let me know what you think. Does that make sense do you agree or disagree and why but yeah so that that's my thought for today i'm going to move on to our devotional ephesians chapter 6 verses 10 through 20 we're almost at the end and so uh, here we go i'll read finally be strong in the lord and in his mighty power put on the full armor of god so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you you have done everything, to stand. Stand firm, then, with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. And pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. Pray also for me, that whenever I speak, words may be given me so that I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains. Pray that I may declare it fearlessly, as I should. Amen. So, uh, a few things. The first is that the spiritual realm is real. Oftentimes in America, we like to uh, downplay it ignore it. Sometimes we don't think about it. Um, Oftentimes we want to uh, talk about mental health and mental illness. All those things, well, I don't want to say all those things, but the last thing is good. We should definitely be healthy and medically sound, but the things that I mentioned before are not good. The, The demonic realm is real. Satan is a real entity, and I think that explains a lot of the evil that's in the world. And Satan is going after everything that God finds good. And I misphrase that. As a philosophy guy, I should know better. Everything that God is, because God is good. So Satan's against the nature of God, God himself. And so uh, we have to be aware of that. We have to be thinking of it, looking out for it, because uh, Satan has a lot of tools at his disposal. He has our flesh. He has uh, situations, our emotions, all those things that he can stir against us. And so we really need to be on guard. And that's what Paul is talking about in Ephesians, right, in this passage. Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Uh, Make sure to stand against the devil's schemes. So you can't stand against an opponent 
that you don't know even exists. You can't stand against the devil if you're like, oh, he's not real. So something to be aware of, something to pray for and to, and to just uh, be on the lookout for. Secondly, we want to be well-rounded. That's another theme of dangerous faith is to take the next step in your faith, you need to be well-rounded, healthy, and whole. And then as you're growing, you're dangerous because no one can stop you. And so to be well-rounded, we want to make sure that we have all these uh, pieces of armor in place. We want to have the breastplate of righteousness. We want to live according to the standard that Jesus set. We want to be righteous like Jesus was. Um, Jesus is, really. And then you want to, your feet to move with the gospel of peace. You want to be a peacemaker in the world, right? Uh, you want to have uh, the sword of the spirit. You want to know your word. You want the Holy Spirit to be strong inside of you, etc., etc. So uh, one of the good things to do is to kind of be reflective. All right, God, where do I need to grow? What do I need to do? How can I surrender more of my life to you so that you can change and transform me to be more like Jesus Christ? And so, uh, and then finally, prayer is important. People often ask, what's the point of prayer? I don't get prayer. Oftentimes, nothing happens when I pray. Prayer is not just for prayer requests, uh, getting things done, having God be your yes man and do all the things you want him to do. No, prayer as an act of worship is putting God on the throne of your heart and trying to mold your will to sacrifice and give up your uh, what you want for your life and give it to Jesus. It's to align your will with his, not to bend God's will to yours, but to align yourself with the plans that God has for you. Prayer really helps to humble you and to help you to grow. So you always want to pray. Pray for you know your family, your community, uh, your own personal growth, your nation. Pray, pray, pray as much as you can. And uh, that's what Paul wanted. Paul wanted prayer. And so uh, we should pray for others as much as, uh, as much as we can. I know oftentimes uh, this is an area of faith that I'm weak in. I know I should pray so much more than I do. And so, uh, and so that's something that God convicts me with as well. So that's all I had for today. So I'm going to pray and then we'll uh, sign off and uh, yeah, all those good things. Let's pray. Father, open our eyes. Help us to see you and your hands and you're moving in the world and you're, you're doing and you're acting. Help us to see those things and help us to also see the work of uh, the enemy and his schemes and all the demonic activities out there, Lord, so that we can be aware, so that we can know where the pitfalls are, where the dangers are, so we can serve you better. Help us to be well-rounded Christians, healthy, whole, and growing, and uh, help us to pray as we should to pray for others, to uh, pray that your will be done, and to glorify you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, friends, it was a bit of a shorter episode today, but it was pretty weighty, at least for me to talk about, to make sure that while we love our country, we don't fall into idolatry, and to humble ourselves and to put God back on the throne of our lives, because that's where he should be. But anyways, uh, I'm going to sign off. In case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, 
and good night.